0: I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. We keep it burning,
1: What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined by the Bayesian sensation Carl, uh, uh, Wesley Phillips. Let it do? Don't call me Wesley Snipes Phillips. Yes, and sir. E.T., the hip-hop preacher. What's going on, Phillips? How y'all <laughs> feeling?
0: Hip-hop preacher.
1: Bless, baby. Okay, good. Is the hip-hop preacher there, or should I put out an APB? Because I couldn't hear him.
0: Oh, the okay. hip-hop preacher. The hip hop right, preachers. so sure. here, I, you know, He's so much
1: here. Hey, I, I yeah, I didn't you know what hear I'm you. So, hey, I want to jump into my I tripping or because I'm 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 still recovering, my, my mental psyche. So, am I tripping or, is, is is like like identity fraud at an all time high, all right? And so I'm all time that, high. And I think I told E yesterday, Carl. I'm not sure if I told you, but yesterday. Y'all know we had the boot camp, and trust me, we're going to get into the boot camp. Boot camp, fire, bananas, crazy. But yesterday, um, the bank calls and says, hey, you know, it looks like it might be some fraud on your wife's account. So my wife was like, really? Like, I didn't even check my account. So she goes to her account, and it turns out the day we left Atlanta, which was the 20th, heading to the boot camp, Apparently, somebody had, I don't know, got her card, made a fake card or something, and had been taking $1,500 a day out of her account for like seven days straight. So we get back, and the bank calls, and it's like, oh, it looks like some fraudulent stuff going on, and literally, they drained her account and just had her sitting in there. As a matter of fact, she was overdrafted. $400. And mm. I'm like, wow. Praise God, though, you have 1500 to take yo, out I'm multiple say, I'm like, days. yo, they was taking. you know, <laughs> you sad. could only probably take out $400 <laughs> at a time, four or $500 at a time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they take yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about every single day. I'm like, yo, I'm talking about just murdering the account. So my wife, looks, she panicking. I'm she I, I'm like working. I'm like, yo, I don't got time to necessarily stop right now. I'm figured out. So, of course, we got to go through the whole thing. Yesterday morning, we calling, got to make the police report. I'm like, my man was taking out money like in like, uh, coming Georgia, Alpharetta. He's all over the map, taking money Yo, out of so Miami. So you're, you been, said, you're
0: being chauvinistic. Oh, I'm talking about You're being, about the game. <laughs> you're being like, sexist. Oh uh i'm just saying you said he how we don't know it was equal, a she that equal, was robbing y'all.
1: equal, no, equal, like, the equal opportunity the so my man literally like and i guess well, yeah i guess it, yeah, it could have been a woman but it, like, whoever was doing it was taking out all this money and of course it was like every single penny she had in her checking account just wiped out like i'm like yo what in the de-? so i'm asking my wife like When's the last time you went to the ATM? Were you on a skimmer? And, like, my wife don't even use her card like that. You know, she'd been, of course, we had little mama five weeks ago. So my wife ain't even really been leaving the house like that. You know, we only left the house a couple times with little mama since she'd been born. And my wife was like, "Uh, I don't remember. Now, I told her it probably was from all that online shopping. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how. But somebody then found out you was on Amazon every day. I don't know what happened. But, yeah, long story short, man, they drained the account. But I tell you what, though, thank God for relationships. You know, we got a great relationship with the bank. And uh, the bank was like, look, we know y'all. Y'all been banking with us for a long time. They were like, look, we'll we'll put the money back in. Just get us the police report when you can. We'll put the money right back in. So uh, by the grace of God, by 3 o'clock, we had the money back in the account. Um, You know, my wife's stress level came down quite a bit. But yeah, man, it was a uh, it was a it was a different kind
0: of morning yesterday, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so am weird. I
1: tripping or is, is the identity? No, 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 no. you're like not. You're not. Tripping.
0: No, I, at my church, man, literally there have been at least three different families uh, who tried to do their taxes. See, we talk about taxes now and somebody mm-hmm. else had filed in their name. I'm like, how does somebody wow. else file taxes in your name? It, unbelievable, yeah. man! It's, it wow. is. You You're not tripping, see? You're right you know what's
1: crazy though? At least this
0: person was just like
1: trying to get the cash. Let me tell you what happened one time. My credit card years ago, maybe like two, three years ago, my credit card had got some kind of compromised or whatever. And these jokers wasn't even buying stuff for themselves. They start buying, and I, this is just a true story. They start buying and shipping like boxes of hemorrhoid cream to my house. <laughs> Like yo, straight up. I'm talking about yo, you just now you just playing with me. Like yo, it was just like yo, I'm talking about boxes of hemorrhoid cream. Like I'm talking about like 80 bottles of hemorrhoid cream coming to the crib. I got nothing for that, bro. I'm just like, what in the world? Like yo, all kind of just crazy stuff coming to the crib. I'm like, yo, like so you wasn't even trying to get the loot. You was just trying to be funny. Like wow, so you know Visa and them like uh okay. So you sure you didn't order the preparation (laughs) H. I'm like, uh, uh, I ain't trying to be funny, but what on, in God's name would I be doing with 80 bottles of Preparation Eight? So at least this person was just trying to come up on some cash. But, man, let me tell you something. I, I'll be real with y'all. There's a lot of things I can't stand, but a thief is like, i will probably top of the list. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, man. I'm working for mine, man. Work for yours. Good God.
2: It's just the craziest thing for me to think that, yo, do you understand the amount of effort that has to go into what they did? Like, you had to plan and work and some strategy. I'm like, yo, with them skills, you you could could have been an astronaut. I'm I'm telling you, you could could have been at MIT building somebody's robots or something. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, unbelievable, bro. And, like, my wife never lost possession of her card. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like Candace was like, "Yo, I ain't, I'm missing my car. Where's my car at?" Like her car was in her purse the whole time. So I'm like, "Wow, somebody. You know, I don't, I don't know how they do it. Don't really care to know how they do it. But he told me I need LifeLock." Shout out to LifeLock. Y'all didn't pay us for that. That's why I didn't want to shout them out.
2: (laughs) okay. That could have been a sponsorship. You know what what I'm saying? That could have been a sponsorship. Apparently,
1: I need LifeLock. Now, I ain't playing with the same kind of money E.T. the (laughs) hip-hop preacher playing with, but I do want the little money I got to stay in my account. Sure, wow. Yeah, so, nah, man, it was uh, a crazy day. Yeah, nah, yeah, I I ain't think I was tripping, man, but that's the uh, Am I tripping or? Let's jump into it, man, because I'm, I'm like, I'm t- I promise y'all, I'm still, like, on a high that is out of this world from the boot camp. For those of y'all listening, man, you know we talked about the boot camp. We promoted on here for a while. And let me tell you something, man. We, we all, Carl E. and I all agreed, yeah. by far yeah. and away, the yeah. biggest and best event yeah. we ever, have ever no done comparison. in yeah. our lives. No comparison. in terms of impact not numbers because we had about we wanted to keep it intimate so we tapped out at like a hundred people so we had a little over a hundred you know that ended up coming to the boot camp and that was perfect size for the room we had and for everything so when i say biggest don't think i'm talking about the number of people that were there but just in terms of the the most impact i have ever felt we laughed we cried we we got deep we strategized i mean it was amazing from the time we got there and just the the people who came like the energy was palpable the first day when i got there like seven in the morning for breakfast going into breakfast everybody was just outside the doors waiting already like everybody like yo i was like yo like y'all didn't even have to be here you already got your seats like guaranteed And I was in the line, man, and I was just, you know, I was outside because our team was still getting the breakfast stuff ready, so they couldn't come in quite yet. And, you know, getting the registration table set up, but people were out there an hour early, and so I was just out there chopping it up with everybody, meeting everybody, introducing myself, and people were just like, yo, I couldn't even sleep, I'm so excited. And so for me, that set the tone for the whole boot camp, like right up front. I'm just like, yo, they came in ready to work, they on fire, and um, man, they did not disappoint. It was phenomenal from the jump. I mean, everything from the food to the presentations, the presenters that we had, the surprise guest presenters we had was just off the chain. So I'll let y'all get into what y'all took away from it first. We'll go with Carl first and uh, we'll go. We'll go beauty before age (laughs) and let Carl take it first. But Carl, man, just tell us about your experience. Of course, for those of you don't know, we hinted at at a surprise performance. And uh, Carl and Ken put on a presentation that I think stole the show the entire weekend, if I could just be 100% honest. Um, Maybe he can talk about that. Carl, let us know your thoughts on the boot camp as a whole. And then how you felt doing your first uh, keynote presentation, my (laughs) brother.
2: So overall, man, and, and of course, we got a chance to do a pre and post survey with the attendees, man. And I think the thing that stood out the most to me. Is that just about? I'd say majority of the attendees. I mean, like 80, 90 percent of the attendees used the word. It felt like a family reunion, and I was just like, "Wow, mm. that just stuck out to me." Everybody was like, "Yo, it felt like you just hugging and like you felt like you knew from the moment like you got there." Like you said, see, first of all, we were setting up. There was people outside like, "Yo, come on, we out here standing. We could help. Like, don't play us. Right, like, we can right, come right, in and right, help." Right. I'm like saying, "What, no?" I'm like, all right, what y'all need? And they're like, yo, anything you need, we got it. Where you, where you need this, where you need that. So just the spirit, man, the, and it just goes to who you attract, man. we we got people that are like us that, you know, that just let, literally just want to grow, learn, just, you know, be of assistance in any way they can, man. So that was just, like I said, family reunion. That for us,
0: A for family me, I'm, reunion. <laughs> I, I, for real,
2: it was just to me the biggest compliment you could have where you got, of course we got the BU fam represented strong, but outside of that, you got people that, you know, we may have emailed a couple of times or something, but you really don't know them, know them like that. But you mm-hmm. got people coming into mm-hmm. a room and you feel like you knew them for like the last five, 10 years of your life, man. So that that in itself was just, that took the show for me, man. But on the, on the presenting piece, man, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So let hey,
1: were you nervous, Carl? Were you nervous? I know that was a little outside of your comfort zone. So,
2: so I'll tell you what worked for me, that allowed me... So I was nervous probably like the night before. You know, I so saw much stuff because Ken and I present on the second day. So... The, the day before, so much going on, you know, so much energy, so much stuff happening that I didn't put a lot of thought to it, to be honest. That night I came home, I, I, I got to say I was a little on edge. I'm like, okay, let me just kind of go back over some stuff. I know I got <laughs> right, the right, general right. idea of what I want to present on, yeah, but yeah. let me kind of go over stuff. But the day of, man, I'm just going to let y'all know, the presentation before me, can I call her Can I call her name, see? Please, please. Oh, man, Rob, let me just tell y'all something. Rob, Ooh. the financial
1: guru. Rob brought it. Let me crazy. tell y'all something.
2: What I did, it, and I went right after Rob. What I did was instead of running around, trying to help and you know do whatever else, I sat and, and listened to Rob's presentation like I had nothing else going on that day, like I was an attendee. And for those, there. let me
1: tell him who he is real quick. Oh, please. Rob yeah. is our BU uh, financial guru, financial resident. Expert. He's on CNN. Man. He's on CNN Money on a regular basis. Rob is a uh, a young executive a young guru who helps you know our breathe you students he's going to be very integral in our breathe you family and this was kind of his coming out party with ETA and let me tell you from a financial standpoint teaching you how to get your money but right build is. your business Oh, it was Bananas. insane. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Carl. I just no, had to get that out there. Rob I, Wilson. I Shout out to Rob. Yeah,
2: Rob Wilson, y'all. I'm telling you, I was stuck just listening to the information that Rob is giving. Like he's breaking down exactly how you need to do stuff, the amount of people at what cost you need to do your product. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. And and different ideas. So what that worked for me because it took me out of thinking, like, I gotta present next. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm here just mm-hmm. soaking information up and it was just the perfect segue because what Rob did is Rob set us up in terms of like, yo, this is the amount of people that you would need to do what you're doing in the business. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ken, Ken, the presentation Ken and I did kind of centered around, you know, social media and doing the videos and how do you get these people? So it was like the perfect setup, man. But I'll tell y'all, so walking up on stage, of course, still I'm still trying my best to like not be there, you know what I'm saying, like absent-minded, like, right, okay, I gotta right. speak, but I'm not trying to put the thought into it. Let me just go up here, no thought, whatever. But I'm telling y'all, Ken and I get announced, man, and it's a standing ovation in the crowd. Like, I yeah, mean, like a good yeah. three to, I don't know, three to five minutes there standing and screaming yeah, and applauding. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's just weird, like, you know we don't doubt our value you know what i'm saying but we've we've come to mm-hmm. realize that you know e is the brand we've put e in the position as e is the brand but just to be appreciated mm-hmm. you know for our work like that and again like i said everybody say thank you you know we love y'all y'all do what y'all do whatever but just to see it in the flesh man people standing okay. and just giving you a standing ovation i mean like and it wasn't all like okay let's stand up no no it was like a man we love y'all like i can't explain it to y'all it was like a real standing ovation like wow! So we couldn't even start the presentation until like they was done, done. The mic wasn't yeah, loud enough to get yeah. them to be quiet. So, yeah, man, we just got the opportunity to just share the knowledge, man. That we've been we've been working with this with the crew for. You're talking about like ten years. Let me years. tell you
1: something, Carl. Being 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 modest, they <laughs> did a presentation on how to go viral, and broke down how to create a viral video without ET. Without you know some crazy you know pornography or something right, right, you know right. sensational, they broke down exactly how you make a viral video from point A to point B to get oh. eyes on your product, to get eyes on your brand, to get eyes on your speaking, your singing, whatever it was. Oh. They literally broke down the process of how to create a vi- viral video from a scientific standpoint, but it was so palatable and so easy to digest. And I thought it was—I mean, i, I already kind of had a sneak preview of what y'all were gonna do, <laughs> mm. but when I saw the videos and everything else that came with it, I was just like, "Wow!" They held back, see. The C. love that y'all—they <laughs> held back, see. <laughs> yeah, no, the love that y'all got was just crazy. People just—you know—you could just see them like, "Yo," for years. You know, you've been behind the scenes Mm -hmm. as we've watched these TGIMs and things that changed our lives. And, you know, some of the themes that just came out, you know, Josh said, you know, E.T. was my business partner long before he knew it. I would sit there with my business plan and listen to E.T. and E.T. was my, you know, my business partner. And, you know, just like the kind of, oh, somebody. Man, shout out to the cakewalk. I know he's Ooh. listening to the podcast right now. I'm, yeah, but Oof. but but listen, they made Carl some cookies, y'all. And those of you who are faithful listeners to yeah. the podcast, yeah. they made Carl cookies. The first, and Carl, can we put this up on? I'm definitely put, put, the put, yeah. Yeah, I'm put, put the photo. Yeah, yeah, Put the photo on the website. Where are you uh, gonna put it at?
2: Let them know right now. Etinspires.com. So uh, Just go there, click on that podcast link, and whenever we put yeah. put this podcast up, it'll be there. It'll be there. Yeah, I'll, I'll we'll put, put it, it up, there. and yeah. I, and
1: yeah. we'll put it on Instagram as well. Yeah. But the cakewalk, oh, man, who, who was just our peoples, he came to the, um, to the boot camp and he did the cookies for Carl. And one of the cookies was in the shape of the L.A. Lakers. The other cookie was in the shape of E.T.A., our logo. The other cookie was in uh, another cookie was in, in the shape of the Barbados Barbado flag. flag yeah. And the and last last cookie oh, man. <laughs>
2: had a no left
1: turn yeah, sign yeah. on the cookie. And for those of y'all who know and been listening to the podcast, yeah. you know, Carl is famous for the Barbados <laughs> left. And so he made a no left. The the and, and I don't think he realized it, but like, yo, to see that it just crazy. like, yo, it just, it literally made me feel so crazy. Cause I'm like, yo, it went from, you know, the only people, people knew person, people knew was ET. Like they had no clue. You know what I mean? And so then you know, he, he would, every time we would go somewhere, people would have stuff for E, 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 E. Then, like, somehow magically, people start going, oh, okay, he talks about CJ a lot. I see CJ with him a lot. And then, boom, I started to get, like, some stuff. And so, to come to the boot camp and then to see Carl get blessed mm. with, he ain't had cookies for me. He ain't have them for <laughs> E.T. He had them for Carl, Crazy. like, specifically. And I was just oh. like, wow, you know, the brand is grown to the point where now, the most silent of silent partners for years oh. is now, you know, becoming a household name and, and you see the appreciation that he has, you know, for Carl. And so the session that y'all had was phenomenal. It was funny. Let me tell you how deep the session was. They couldn't even, I had to tell Carl cause he's not used to presenting. Okay. You're going to have to get to some more slides. They got through two I, slides. Like and there was first probably 40 hands up. And
2: we had so many questions. I was like bro. Carl and,
1: I, and Carl thought I was trying to rush him. I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to rush you. I'm just saying, I know how many slides y'all got, and at this pace, we're gonna be here for about two weeks. <laughs> and so they were just like, "Wow, you know, the information that Carl was given and the science behind how he uses the, the the audio visual to take the videos to the next level, it was just insane." So thank you for that recap, Carl E. Let's hear from the man himself. You ain't talked a lot yet this podcast. Let's stop Mike Hogg and You know, Carl, <laughs> no, we may not oh, get it back. Oh no, I ain't so tripping. Tri- please run yeah, that's that's down your experience. That's what the word on the street is. The boot camp, you ain't gonna get it ever back. GTA Bootcamp. Run it down for us.
0: Uh, I think for me, man, the the thing that was most impressive, you know, Carl mentioned it, you know, that everybody said that they felt like a family, you know, but um, there's a song and I'm not suggesting anybody, you know, goes and get it. But Tupac had a song where he said, all I need in this life of sin is me and my girlfriend, you know, and um, I just was so excited about the fact that, you know, my wife was there for two days I had some concerns, you know. Uh, she's doing very well in terms of her health, but she has to, um, um, you know, pace herself, you know. Uh, she's gotta pace herself. And, um, you know, I, I'm just like, sweetheart, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not 100% sure that, you know, this is gonna be a good idea for you to be there for the two days. And you're talking about, see, she only works 20 hours. So you're talking about, um, you know, eight in the morning to maybe one. And here she is at eight in the morning on the first day, all the way up till about eight o'clock that night, eight, eight to eight, um, and then the next day, uh, eight to six. And she didn't really come in and hear the presentations, but she was out serving, you know. Um, man, and one day she asked a young lady why her, her and her husband had separated, and she told him we both couldn't a- afford to feed. My wife was like, look, go inside. And i'll babysit the kids and she had like a toddler like maybe the little mama was might be a, a, a year or two you know um and then of course they had maybe a five six year old just just to see you know and Didi was asking questions like this is the first time ever she signed somebody book you know oh uh, yeah D, oh D was signing autographs i'm like oh yeah we big time oh yeah, she was D signing, was signing autograph. autographs for um giving people merit, uh, uh marital counseling Um, it it just was unbelievable to support my moms, my mother-in-law, my son was there, my daughter was there, you know, um, uh, uh, Tamisha and the kids were there, I think, Candace came one day with the, with the infant, your father, your mother, like, it was a, it was just like, that family atmosphere, and I think the funniest piece to me too, was when somebody was like, after the first day, like, yo, ET man, thanks so much, you know what I'm saying, the word on the street was, ET won't be here for the second day. And I was like, what are they they talking about? And they were like, yo, when you go to a conference, you know, one of the top motivational speakers in the world, you might see him or her in the morning or maybe that day, but you don't see him two days in a row. Like, you know, they were like, yo, you and your wife and your kids, your family, y'all ate breakfast with us, lunch with us, dinner with us. And I guess they just weren't expecting to see that intimacy, you know. But um, I just, man, just to have my family there, to be able to be with the bu family i mean we must have had about 50 bu yb nicole you know shelly shell Catrice. uh it, it was man it was i mean it was so many people uh that were in the building i mean i could go on and on you know elijah showed up balaji showed up man it was it was it was man it was so many um bu people man um jeff i hadn't seen jeff you know in a long time jeff was there you know, so it, it was, see, it was a, it, a family reunion. It was a family reunion. Doubt. And I didn't want to go, man. I knew I was going to be like that. I've been like that since I was a kid. When me and my cousins had to leave, I'm like, don't leave me. You know, so I cried on the way out. Uh, we took a lot of great picks. It was just a phenomenal, phenomenal experience, man. Give me your, what was your favorite session? Oh, it had to be Carl and Ken. Yeah, you know, and I just think because it was a shock. I mean, I expected, you know, Rodney. I expected, you know, um, your your guy Rob. I expected that, but I did not expect Carl. Carl was like a, he would (laughs) have been like the number 25th, uh, number 25th uh, motivational, best motivational speaker in the world. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was number 25th motivational speaker in the world. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was just the videos, man, just. You know, just the way they did the presentation was just classy, you know, classic. Yeah. He's a classic man, a classic motivator man, you know, so uh, yeah, that was, yeah, no yeah doubt. that doubt. I, I
1: think for me, man, um, some of the takeaways, you know, just, you know, that came out of it was, you know, like I said, just that, you know, same thing that the attendees said, just that family atmosphere. Like, it was truly one of those things where afterwards people just hung around for like two hours because yeah. nobody yeah. wanted to leave and um, you know so that family feel man and, and I'll be honest my favorite session besides Carl and Ken was the session that we you know had with with Josh and I For think that sure. one got yeah. so deep yeah um of course everybody killed it man it's like trying to judge you know uh, uh, who you know is the best squad you know what I mean it's like okay they all the best you know what I mean it's a championship team so um, but, but the session we had with Josh and, you know, the information that came out of that and the raw emotion and some of you guys saw it on TGIM when E was actually brought to tears because of the relationship that him and Josh were able to build and what Josh was able to do for, you know, a, a member of ET's family. It was just insane. And so for me, that one like moved me and I was on stage and I was like trying not to tear up myself. Like, okay, <laughs> Eden took it there. But, man, it was just so much emotion in the room, you know, so much vulnerability, so many questions, so much learning. And, you know, I'm sitting here guys going, wow, this was the very first one. I'm like, what are the next ones going to look like? Yeah. good Lord. Yeah, for real. So hey. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. Shout you out to everybody You, you missed the
2: came. C, you missed the, I don't know if you missed it, but the, the BU crew, man, they got after, par- oh. they got the after party going. Like they oh, went back the BU, to the hotel. Oh, the crew and had they had their 30. own boot camp after the boot camp.
1: Oh yeah, no, they they so they so real dear Holyfield with it. It was insane, man. And um, you know, we just I was excited just to have the level of people that we had yes. come through. Yes. Like it is just crazy from a character standpoint, man. It was so much fun. So, man, let me tell you something. I don't care what you do. You better be at the next boot camp, because that thing was off the chain, and we'll be, um, I'm sure we're going back to the lab now with, with, with Tay, and to figure out when the next one is going to be, but we're going to definitely keep that going, man, because, I mean, I wish it was one, like, next weekend, like, I'm ready to go right now, um, but, you know, so we'll, we'll put those details out, you know, as they come, but again, I think... And what i wanted to kind of talk about this week and just kind of get your you know your feedback on but one of the major themes that came away from the boot camp was relationships absolutely and we talk about relationships all the time and we talk about how crucial they are And we had josh on who for those of um for those of you who don't know and didn't see the video josh is a business mentor for us uh very successful highly highly successful entrepreneur has sold multiple companies for seven figures just to, but, but even more than that, just a solid, solid guy. And so that was about relationships. And he reiterated the fact that as much business acumen as he has, as, as much knowledge and, and wealth as he's been able to acquire, you know, throughout his career thus far, the most important thing in his life is relationships from a business side and a, you know, family standpoint. So E, just kind of run us through why, you know, that theme in particular kind of came out of the boot camp and why that's always so important to you,
0: those relationships. Because I think, you know, and, and Josh said it, uh, businesses don't build businesses, people do. And I truly want to make sure I get this message across is that, you know, again, we live for relationships, see? Like, you know, when you talk to people who, you know, work, 60 hours a week or people who travel, you know, all over the world. You know, it's about, you know, providing for their wife for their children or their mom. Like when we hear most, what's your why? It goes back to, I mean, most. You got a couple of people who own cars and houses. But most of the people we talk to, it's, you know, I want to put my baby in school because I never got to go. You know, it's, I, I want a better life for my child than I had. You know, it's my mom, you know, never had a chance to travel and see the world. And I want to retire my mom. Most of the time, we don't hear, I want a Lamborghini or I want a Rolls Royce or I want a Rolex watch, you know? And so, most of people's whys are relationships. So, then at the heart of who we are and at the heart of what we're trying to accomplish is really healthy, wholesome, happy relationships. You know, so then there's two types, see, there's the contractual relationship. And then there's the covenant. And listen to me, magic. You want to see magic happen? You want to see the you want to see three dudes come together and and literally through YouTube change the world. You, you, you that's covenant. That's not contract. You heard C said, you heard Carl said, they were working for free. That's covenant. So when you want magic to happen, when you want to feel I'm talking about ecstasy You know um next level all my goals become a reality that's only happens in relationships i never bought a car and felt like three months later actually the same way i felt when i bought it the first week like i've never bought a a pair of gym shoes that i wore 20 times and had the same feeling i had but my 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 have we finished the conference and i felt better uh, uh uh this year with eta than i felt uh, six years ago with us when we all split up at the airport i'm getting on the plane you know man see i love you carl man, i love you thank you so this is a great you know so at the end of the day see no human has ever felt ultimate joy that it wasn't attached to a relationship so that's why i'm so big on it because i'm saying if you never love you never lived like for real if you've never loved and i have loved three times about to be the fourth one Covenant relationship with Didi, covenant relationship with you and Carl, covenant relationship with the church. You know what I'm saying covenant relationship with our students when we was at Michigan State University. Like I felt covenant relationship, and I've gone to bed. huh you talk about peace, that passive, all of, like man. I've gone to sleep and felt so good about myself. So and that might not have been the day I made fifty thousand. That might not have been the day I got a hundred thousand dollar check. That might have been the day I spent more money than I made but I went to bed with a satisfaction knowing that I'm the richest man on the world. Why? Because I have healthy, wholesome, happy relationships.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, man, that is, that's powerful. And I think that's one of the main things that I think Carl and I have probably learned from you yeah, absolutely. over the course of this thing. You know, you heard us talk about it on the podcast before, but just every city we go to, you know, just the, the type of love that you get and not, like I said, not just since you've been, E.T. the hip-hop preacher or, you know, a, a famous motivational speaker, but it's just even before that. And I think what's so deep is, E, now, because we're we, that's what we're about and we project that to the world, we end up reaping those type of relationships. Yeah, like, yeah. people come into our life. Like, like somebody asked me yesterday, I think it was Elijah, was, you know, I was on a call with him, and he said, man, how do you have all these phenomenal people around you, like your staff and, you know, the people who you guys associate with and the Josh's and the Rob's and the Rodney's and I'm at the conference and, you know, the Davis, Like, how do y'all get these people around y'all? And I'm just like, yo, I'll be real. That's why it's so important to know your value and know your brand and your core values. Like, it's so important to know those things because I promise you, shady people don't even come around us anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you almost, you you don't even feel right if you're trying to hustle somebody out of a dollar or you're a shady character, you don't even feel right associating with us. Like You don't even feel like you can come into our space like that. So in turn, what we end up reaping is genuine relationships and meeting with genuine people who we have an instant connection with. And I'm thinking about the connection that you made, you know, that we made, I guess, on Thursday before the boot camp down in Detroit. We actually had I don't know how many of you saw the Instagram, but we actually had to do uh, had the opportunity to do a relate, um, a relationship. We had the opportunity to do an event with, uh, Sway from Sway in the morning and Joe Osteen and E, you can kind of talk about, you know, just how that came about. So organically and what that meant to you as well.
0: Let me tell you something, man. And it's like you said, see, oh man, it's, it's just unbelievable. But first and foremost, you know, how does ET, you know, get the opportunity at home you know, in Detroit. And you can imagine all the other people that were there um, to link up with Sway, you know, and um and, and and Joel Osteen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm even tripping that I had that opportunity. Somebody like E.T. You number one speaker. L- listen to me very closely, bro. You don't you don't become one of the best speakers in the world because you did it. You know what I'm saying? It's don't people get it twisted. People think just because they're talented and gifted. No, you have to have people who are already at a certain level invite you and welcome you into their space you know that they've built up and and then they and you share their power you share I, and my, John Maxwell said it best when when you when you add followers to your company like you not you're not doing a whole lot you know but when you add leaders you multiply so when you just get followers you might be doing a little adding but when you get leaders you multiply why because their platform now Becomes your platform, like you're sharing their platform. So, somebody like Sway, see, I've been following Sway since I was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure Sway ain't but about a couple years older than me, if that. But MTV Sway, you know what I'm saying? you talking about back in the day, anybody who was anybody in hip hop. And so, for Sway, you know, to invite me to my city, like genius, Sway coming to Detroit and saying, yo, ain't no way I could do no event without ET. And then Sway was willing to pay me. I'm like, Sway, come on, bro. And let me tell y'all why I got so much love for Sway. Not just what I've watched, but my son and my cousin uh, and CJ's little brother, um, Kel, they were in New York walking the streets. And they saw Sway on the street. And Sway showed them love. Then my son gave him the book like, yo, ET the hip-hop preacher, my dad. He said, get the blank out of here. You know? <laughs> get the blank out of here. He said, man, I listen to all your dad's stuff. You know, and he just made my son feel like, wow, Sway, you know, love my dad, you know. And Sway wasn't big time. They met another dude right afterwards that was on that big time ego stuff, you know. And my son was like, yo, dad, Sway. So, man, we get to the D, we go to the green room. Sway in the green room. He ain't big time in it. He in the green room. Sway see me. I catch him in the midst of an interview because they call him for an interview. Sway, like, yo, E. He pumping me up. I'm trying to tell him, you know, about him and how he inspired me. And he like, no, E, you, hey, you come on my show anytime. You take over that joint. So see, that's one thing. So I'm like, okay, sway real. But then he talked to you. I'm like, all right, sway real. Then we get back to the green room. My wife and kids come. He gets up, not only speaks to my uh, family, he goes into a five, ten minute conversation with my daughter on how she need to watch out for them boys. She going to college, you know what I'm saying? And she need to watch out for them boys. He was talking to my daughter like that was his niece, bruh. This Sway, he don't got to talk to us. He don't got to say nothing. So then 10, 15 minutes later, my mom come. Sway gets back up. Go talk to my mom and holler at her. Talk to my mother-in-law, holler at, I'm saying, picture taken. And then he pulled me to the side and tell the camera, cut the cameras off. I need to talk to E.T. for real. And so, man, I just poured into me. Ported to me what I need to do next professionally in terms of radio, et cetera. So, man, a phenomenal experience. Then my man, we went outside. He gave me a sweet intro. I did my thing. I had already met Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen mm-hmm. came out, you know what I'm saying? And then Sway was like, did you meet him? I was like, yeah. Sway was like, no, did you meet him, meeting? And so Sway was like, yo, Joe do you know who this is? Man, he sent me the biggest Ali oop, was like, you need, hey, you need to work with my man. You need to you need to have my man on the show. You need to work with this kid. And so man, I'm just it just was an Unbelievable, you know, um, you know uh, um, uh, uh, Interaction man, his spirits was love. He was humble down to earth You know wasn't acting like he was all of that And so again here we go with another relationship not a gig And that's what a lot of y'all own and that's why a lot of y'all stuck because you're doing a lot of gigs you arrogant you you when you come across people you come across like a know-it-all you know You you're pompous you talk down to certain people look sway was talking to everybody like everybody was somebody because in his mind Everybody is somebody you know So just be very careful to those of you out there thinking that it's about checks. No, it's about relationships You got good check good relationship. You gonna get a good check. You got you, you are, if you have good relationships You gonna get opportunities
1: yeah, and I think take it a little further, either because you always, like I said, even with like I told y'all, we could be in like yo in in Florida somewhere, and somebody would be like, oh, E in Florida, oh, y'all come to my house, and like we had, next thing you know, we had somebody house eating like fantastic food, they like driving us everywhere. So like how what do you think you've done and like what do you think it takes to reap those kind of relationships? Like specifically, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm hearing you, but I have toxic relationships, right? I have people around me that, you know, um, are tearing me down and not building me up. I got people in my life who, you know, just don't want anything or I don't have those type of healthy relationships that you're talking about. You've been able to build. How did you. Um, build some of these relationships how do you, you know even from like I said before you know Carl and I even met you You had all these people who just seemed like genuine people who was in your corner willing ready and willing to do
0: anything for you How do you build that listen to me see I know what I want and so I give what I want see I know what I want I don't hmm. want to be around negative people. I don't want to be around talk to people and guess what to everybody that's listening You have a choice. Don't you ever tell me e, I can't find this don't you ever tell me that, well, the people in my life, they just toxic. I can't. No, you attract who you are. And so, see, I've always known what I've wanted. And I've done my part to be what I wanted first. And some people beat me to the punch. But I'm telling you, if you beat me, it wasn't because I didn't try. You just beat me because you were more mature than me. You had some resources I had. You got to the punch before I got to the punch. But see, I go into it asking, how could I be a blessing? You know, we believe in mutualism you know and for me it's like what can i do to make your life better you know and so i go in with this concept of i'm going to outgive you you know i'm going to outlove you i'm going to out you, you know and i'm going to be real i ain't lost no relationships like everybody that I, I walked away from Bro, it, 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 I'm, I promise you see something toxic happened something negative happened and they weren't willing to uh, accept that You know, what I'm saying they did something to jeopardize the relationship because we all make mistakes But some people want to fake it like they you know, what I'm saying didn't make no mistake like yo I ain't never just walked out of nobody's life But I will tell you this I know what I want for my life see and if you ain't about that life I'm, I'm not telling nobody what to do with their life what, what kind of values they should have where they should go what they should say? I'm not telling you that but I know what I want and if you don't if you don't represent that i care about my life too much to waste it we don't get but a few years on this earth you know so for me i give see i give my time i give my money i give my resources i give my love i give of myself and so i've done that man since my days of oakwood even before but specifically when i got to oakwood man i start being very intentional and deliberate about it and when you, when you when you reap what you sow and so i just start looking out for folk and I just start getting around the right people and y'all know I've had I've done gigs and people like my boy uh, Graham man, my boy Graham just gave me his whole Paul gave me his whole church Didn't charge me a dime man and let me come in. Y'all, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm staying in people's homes They making keys for me for their home. I was talking to my mentor the other day. days like yo, I'm gonna get you a key I'm gonna go to the dealership and get a key made to the car So when you come you got you got access to the car, you know, so it, you, when you pour into others it comes right back to you, see?
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, and I guess you said something that was critical. And you said, you know, at some point, you know, you need to cut off those toxic relationships. And I'm wondering if you have to cut off some of those toxic relationships in order to get some of those
0: good relationships to start flourishing in your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, see? And I'm not going to say which one comes first, the chicken or the egg. But I will right, say right. this to you. You 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 can't waste time on those people that you know. But E.T., we've been close forever. Look, we get we we. Now I know these are humans, but listen to me. There's a time and season for all. You know what I'm saying? And if people, I don't believe people come in your life to leave your life. I I ain't into that. You have people, man, who have made poor decisions, and now they want to make everybody else the victim. I don't believe in people coming our lives for a season, but I do believe people come in our lives in a season. And when we grow and get to the next season, they not ready to go to that next level. And so then you got to cut them. And then some of us, we have grown. Like, see, y'all know me, man. I'm trying to grow at a rapid pace. So if you in my life and you still own some stuff that we was doing in our 20s, I got cats, man, in their 40s, 50s, they still flirting. See, we grown men. You still own that. I got men who are not financially responsible. You still on? I'm not on that. See, I'm trying to live off of 30% of my income, bruh. I, I got young. I got me and my age who still not disciplined. They still say what they want to say when they want to say it They're not concerned about see I don't have nothing against them But I, I'm in a different season and so if you in that last season, it don't make you a bad person I ain't got nothing negative to say about you I'm not trying to act like we didn't used to be homies. That I don't have great memories. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to act like, you know, we weren't cool at one point point. I'm in a new season and if you can't go and transition the season, then you got to let those people go. You can't be wearing shorts in the winter. You can't do it. You you in the winter time, you got to put on some boots, you got to put on a jacket. And so if people are in the they in the, the, the season before and you've gone to a new season, you got to be able to cut those people off and you got to be able to ride with the people.
1: Right. So let me ask you this though. So people always say that. You always hear people say you got to cut those people off. You got to do that. And I think it's easier said than done. How do you physically cut somebody off mentally? Like how do you do it? So let me, I mean literally. Like like uh, so let me give you a scenario cuz I cuz you know me. I'm like let's get some let, let's make sure it's tangible. I don't want this to be like abstract. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, so ET you got somebody who you know it's time to cut them off. Do you have a conversation to say, "Look, I love you, but you're cut off from me from now." I have or a re- do you do you just dodge the calls it, like it, no no no. How we do don't you ever dodge the call? Cuz like, cuz I don't want anybody listening to go yeah, I know some people I need to cut off. I just don't know how to do
0: it. Like, how do you do it? Yeah, so so if the relationship is as deep as you say it is, then you, you definitely want to have that conversation, you know, and, and not a negative conversation, not you going off on that person. No, a conversation of, like, yo, for real, I don't know. Like, we ain't dumb. We know what we used to have, and it ain't what we used to have, and let's be real about it. Now, is there something we can do to fix it? Because if it's something we can do to fix it, let's fix it. But if it's not something that we can do to fix it, let's just be real. Like we don't like, and, and, and let's be real. See,
1: yeah, but I, I don't think the other person always sees it that way, though, e, because they, if they're the it's, ones let who me say are this, it's no the toxic, way, they looking at yeah, like,
0: what's wrong with the relationship? It, it seemed fine to me. No, no, it's no way. I don't. If it's toxic, I guarantee you, it's. It characteristic why it don't look like it used to look.
1: But what if I'm just like, what if I'm just kind of negative, and you know, them people that we got that you know, you talk to them, and they just ain't, they ain't on what you on. They're not trying to go to the next level. Yeah, but they might not necessarily be toxic. They are not necessarily like trying to destroy your life and then they just not on your level and they are not moving at the same pace as you do. So I think those are the people who we have a tough time cutting off. Yeah, if you toxic and we arguing and fighting all the time, it might be easy to cut that person off. But I'm talking about the person who just they want to hit you up. Waste your time. Talk about
0: drama and gossip that you not and into. and it's the How same conversation. See, It's the same conversation one. It is a conversation. You have to have it if y'all real cool. I have to have this conversation with people. I'm working on a dissertation right now I do not have a lot of extra time. I'm working on average skill phenomenal will the book I'm working on the audiobook. I don't have I don't have the type of time I used to have before number two when we do talk because it's limited I promise you I don't have time to gossip or whatever and I'm promising you with if you call me and that's what we doing I'm gonna have to move on and what I'm gonna have to do for you And this is what I do to some of my closest friends. I'm talking about very close friends So let me give you an example. Y'all know L's my guy and L ain't toxic at all L ain't he ain't nowhere near toxic see but here's the deal where I am in terms of the company I don't have necessarily 10 years ago that same time and so the conversation I have with L is hey you know you my dog and you know that when we talk we gonna pick up like we ain't never we ain't never left off we, we gonna pick up and boom but i don't have um the time monday through friday that i used to have dd sick so when she gets home at one30 i'm putting in my time with her but listen to me you i i love you enough that at least three times a month we're gonna get it in and i'm gonna make sure when i call you i'm on my way to the airport and we gon' we to get it in, but now do me a favor. When we talk, because we don't get to talk a lot, let's 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 keep it on the family. Um, e, is there anything? Man, I love my boy Joy Kibble. Joy be hit me up, and Joy like, yo, E, I was out the country. I just got back. You got a few minutes? I'm like, yeah, hit me up tomorrow morning. We'll talk. And the first thing he says, because he knows, you know, for real, we neither one of us don't got that kind of time because we moving. Joy will be like, E, is there anything I can do to help you? Is there e? is there anything you need prayer for so we go for the juggler see as soon as we come out the gates Hey everything good with Didi everything good with Jay is anything do I need to call Jalen? Do I need to pray with Jalen and then after we do our e, where you are joy hold me accountable? What do you need to get done this week e? What is it? Okay, Joy, What you need to get done? Okay, and then if we got five or ten minutes, all right, man, how you doing just your life? So it, it, it see it is a conversation It is a we can keep the relationship, but we need to rearrange the relationship. We both are older. We have some responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about. Do you have to be willing to lose that person altogether? Because
1: everybody ain't gonna take it like L took
0: it. I'm gonna say this to you. I don't think if it's a good relationship you ever have to lose it. I think what you have to do is 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 redefine it in terms of your time. Because my people that I love, they know I still got love for them, and that's why when I go to the city, see, that's why I go to their house. Because they need to know, yo, E.T. ain't big time. E.T. might be busy and he don't have the time he had before, but E.T. still come to the crib. E.T. still sit down and do dinner with us. E.T. still, you know what I'm saying, leave a little gift. E.T. still spend time with my kids and my wife or vice versa. So I don't know that you have to lose them, see? That's not what we're saying. But I am saying you have to redefine. The Relationship and let's be 100 when CJ working on a mixtape. He ain't calling us like he normally does I'm not taking offense to it. It's not that I'm you being that I'm being toxic and you don't want to talk to me But you like e, I need four months So we're not gonna talk as much as we normally do. I might talk to you once a week one, you know twice a month whatever, but I'm, I got to get this mixtape done, but if it's a real friendship see one I'm not salty when you leave because I cherish what we had or two, if you need to redefine it, because we homies, I'm willing to take whatever the whatever that looks like, but just know when I go to California, I'm hooking up with Elle. I'm we hitting C-World with the kids. You know what I'm saying? we hitting up the uh, uh, El Trios. You know what I'm saying? Like, we going to get it in. We just understand that because our lives are so busy now, we don't necessarily have the time we have. But don't get it twisted. Those gossipers, those negative people, the, those people that... I've had a conversation with them. We've talked and after that for real I'm cutting you see because at the end of the day I just don't have a lot with they only give us 24 and I have to use the 24 wisely, but hear me very closely Even when we do cut our relationship it's not bitter. See I'm not angry. I'm not mad I'm still man. as people who had a slice I idea. I still think about them. See I still think about the memories I think I still think about the good times we had, you know, what I'm saying but I'm in a new season see and I got to take care of DD. I got to take care of Jalen. I got to take care of Jada I got to take care of you. I got to take care of Carl. I got to take care of L I got to take care of Shante. like I got new priorities, bro So I don't have nothing against you I just don't have a lot of extra time for drama and playing like I used to it ain't nothing personal It's nothing against you It's something against my vision and trying to make my vision become a reality
1: Yeah, no, and I thank you for that clarity, man, because I think when we tell people, yeah, you got to get rid of these relationships and things like that, like, it's, it, we always say it and it sounds easier than it is. And I think people get stuck at that, you know, like, okay, how do I literally tell, you know, a friend of, you know, five, six years, 10 years, 15 years that I need this space? Like, and you just said it, it's literally having a conversation and being willing to um, be upfront and honest about where you are in your life at that moment and you know like you said that that when you clear that space up sometimes it allows for those positive relationships and those those building relationships that we need to then come into your life like you know you look at you know some of the relationships i just talked about that we built you know over the weekend over from thursday to sunday you know what i mean just insane you know the amount of healthy and positive relationships and and people always ask like Yo, how does E.T. stay on fire all the time? And I think that's one of the keys, if I'm not mistaken, is like, yo, you have relationships that are so strong, you have very few relationships in which you are just like, getting the blood sucked out of you, you know what I mean? Like, all of them are positive. So he get off the prayer line, he hype. He get off with Carl, he hype. He called me, he hype. You know what I'm saying? Like, you keep these type of relationships around you, and that's how you keep from being drained. And some of you, you got too many negative relationships around you. So you woke up, you was fired up, ready to go after your dreams and your goals in the morning. About 12.30, your boy called you on some crazy negative stuff, and it killed your spirit for the day. It killed your work ethic, your drive, and everything else. And so that's why we say these relationships are so important, and that's why they're not only important just as the relationship, but in business. E is to the point now where I'm going to be real with y'all. E told me and Carl, look, this year I ain't going through the whole NFL. I ain't getting ready to do every NFL team and everybody calling me. I'm going in. Look, I'm waiting on one team to say, Yo, we just want you for the whole year. And I'm not going to say the team yet because I don't know if the ink dry. But that's literally what he got this year. Like, I mean, the ink is drying as we speak. But we will be with one NFL team this entire year. And that's because he said, yo, it's too hard to build concrete relationships when I got to go to this team this week, this team this week, this team this week. So now... He wanted to put himself in a position where he could start I reaping can, those see, solid see, relationships so
0: I could be in covenant relationship with somebody that, mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. See, I ain't looking yeah, for contracts
1: since he was like 15, you so feel you know, me? he like, <laughs> hey, he, I, I want to, uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely kind of like you know, one of those commitment
2: type guys. Uh, for no sure. doubt. See, I was gonna say for those this game because we, we speak into those that gotta leave people behind, but there might be some people that gotta be left behind on this podcast. And what I want to tell them is, like, I ain't trying to be funny, but be willing to give the person that space in their life. Because if that person is your true friend. That's right. And they get an upgrade. guess what? You also will get an upgrade when they come back to your life. So you give them that space and allow them to grow. And I'm telling you, they're coming back with some stuff that's going to challenge you where you are. And it's going to force you to. I mean, if you are smart, it's going to force you to take your game to the next level. So I'm saying if you feel like you're going to get left behind, yeah, don't look at it as something negative. Like, yo. Number one, let me be competitive and like, oh, hey, they trying to grow, I'm trying to grow too. But number two, man, whenever we get back together, trust me, we both gonna benefit out of this space that we just had. So yeah, don't feel like you, you know what I'm saying? You gonna be this left out struggling.
0: And, and, and I wanted to say this too, C, cause I think it's important. Like don't make, uh, man, let me tell you something. I love C, I love Carl. But I think, I think the fact that we could live without each other is why we love each other so much. You understand what I'm saying? And I think there's some people, you so desperate. Speak for yourself. I can't live without that. (laughs) No doubt. It's it's somebody out here. It's somebody out here, seriously. You so desperate that you can't be in healthy relationships because you can't be by yourself. You, You know what I'm saying? And you don't you don't know the balance. Like as much as we love each other, we know the balance. We know when, yo, Carl needs to be left alone. With just Carl or Carl and his wife and his kid, like they need to go to Barbados and, 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 and spend time with his parents, with his grandma, with his, like without me calling him every two seconds like, yo, that's my man 50 grand. Like CJ on the weekends. We don't call CJ on the weekends. You feel what i'm saying like it ain't like i'm like oh ck call me on the weekend as soon as friday come and five i don't hear from him again till monday he don't love me no he loves me and that's why he ain't calling me on the weekend because he loves me but now he got to go in with his family he got to get in time with his with his children with his wife and so there's some of you man you selfish like for real you are selfish and you feel like you gotta be in a relationship and there's some of you you killing your friends it's not that you don't have a healthy relationship, but you calling them every day, all day. You draining them. You asking them stuff that you can find on the internet. You can look oh, that up on man. the internet. Why are you calling them on that? Uh, you know, you can call your pastor. Can or- we, hey new
1: rule? Stop yeah, right there. Yeah,
2: stop.
0: Yeah. I'm new you rule.
1: Yeah. Flat out don't ask me nothing that you can find out on the internet oh, how about man. that Google if the answer is right there on Google do not ask me that hey that's a new rule flat out and, and I want I hey. want to
0: say another one that you could pray about you know what I'm saying it's like mm, yo y'all yep. gotta y'all, you have y'all yep. gotta stop making people into God's and, and, and what you got to learn to do is love yourself enough because see when you love yourself enough you can be in healthy relationships you can't be in healthy relationships when you're overdosing on humans. And that's what a lot of y'all doing, you ODing off of people. You gotta talk to them all day, every day. When they don't call you, you got an attitude. When they need a couple days to themselves, you what's wrong, ain't nothing wrong. They need to get recharged or they need to spend time in isolation. They need to rebuild, you know? And so I just wanna say, like, if you a true friend, if you are a true friend, you can let them go. And like Carl said, if it's meant for them to come back, They don't come back and do me a favor when they tell you they need to go to school or when they tell you they need some space. Don't make that about you. Don't get bitter or angry and say, oh, they just think they all this time. No, if you really love them, give them their space. And if my mama said if it's meant, they'll come back. And if it's not meant then you'll be freed up from a person you wasn't supposed to be with for the rest. Okay, we'll say this stuff for the couples and yeah, marriage stuff. Yeah, CJ, have yeah, my bad. Don't take it personal. Ooh, yeah. yeah, don't stop taking hey,
1: Monica it The Monica said don't take don't it personal. Don't take it personal. I just want to be all <laughs> in. <laughs> you know uh, I'll take long. it just one of them days, yeah, of them days of them that days. a girl goes you know what through. What <laughs> you know and saying? on <laughs> that note, we'll let Monica take us into the Ask ET. No, no. Just one of them days. That used to be my jam, though. Me too, until yeah. I figured
2: out what it was really about, see. Oh well, hey. I was young. You know, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know.
1: I didn't know until I got married. Exactly what it did. but no, man, this uh Ask E.T. is Brought to you by Breathe University. Uh, Man, what can I say? BU, we are doing some phenomenal Yeah, we love y'all, BU. Yeah, you guys, man, you guys are are off the chain. They were at the boot camp just on a whole nother level. Listen, man, I said this, I believe, on the live stream that we did for BU. And, And, you know, sometimes, like I said, because, you know, because of the branding and how we do what we do, You know, you're not, you're just not gonna see the branding materials with us uh, sitting in front of the private jet and Ferraris and Lamborghinis. That's not how, you know, we run this brand. You know, we are relationship first, as you can judge from this podcast. But I said it the other day don't get it twisted, please. There are people in BU who are going to the next level financially because of the information that we're giving out in this program and with, you know, the people that we're bringing in. Listen, Josh, Rob, two big dog giants in their own industry and finance and entrepreneurship and business are now going to be central parts of what we're doing in Breathe University. And we are helping people go to the next level financially as well. So if you've been sitting out there and you're like, okay, cool, I can get the character and the value stuff, but I'm not sure if, no, no, no we are helping people go to the next level financially. And I know we don't always say it and we're not just the flashiest and we're not about to sit up here with a Rolex on in the picture to make you feel like, oh, I need to be a millionaire overnight. That's not what we're doing. But we are helping people in their profession make the right moves and add the right things to their portfolio to go to a whole nother level financially. So, so if let, that's me do see, see, let me do this, see, let me put
2: some flesh on it for you. Because I, I, I'm, I'm reading a post from Travis. I'm just going to say it as it is. I'm reading it. So Travis. He put in our, our BU group. He said, "After this weekend's boot camp, I've been blessed with a new outlook on everything, and because of the knowledge I've attained from the conference and my BU fam, boom, I haven't been hired this fast ever." So he posted this Monday at 10:08 a.m. Boot camp ended wow. Sunday night at 6 p.m. Wow. He said, "I submitted my quote with a different mindset, one that was enveloped by everything I've learned this weekend." And within five minutes, my business and prof- and personal phone were going crazy with emails and notifications. Thank you, Eric Thomas, CJ, Carl, Ken, Mr. Patterson. And he continued to list the whole group. He said, thank you. BU. you like just keeping it real. Y'all This happened wow. in 24 hours after leaving. No. The boot camp. That, yeah.
1: And that's what I'm trying to say, Carl. And like, like, for real, I know we don't do the whole. yo, you're going to be, you know, an overnight millionaire that some of y'all want to hear. But but don't get it twisted. We're going to the next level financially as well. In BU, and, the, and with the people that we're bringing on now, it's just going to get even uglier. So if that's been your hold up and joining us, man, we would love to see you over there. Like People are, are doing some phenomenal things, going to the next level financially, and then their marriage and their health and everything else. Um, so join us at BU. Use the promo code BUSPECIAL and get 50% off your first month. And again, I told you, we're not the average company. We're not trying to lock you in the six-month deal. And they're trying to lock you into a year-long contract. We didn't do that. We came together, E, Carl, and I, and say, "Yo, do it month to month. If they want to get out, then let them get out." And as a result, guess what? We've had one of the highest retention rates for any you yeah. know online yeah. training program. I can give you the numbers. I believe
2: the last was 87% re- yeah. retention. See? Yeah. I,
1: I, so I'm not I, I'm not making that up, guys. 87% of the people who start with us, are still with us because they know that the information that we're giving them, the stuff they're getting from BU is real. So I'm not going to belabor the point anymore, but just understand, just because you don't see us with the Ferrari, don't mean that we don't know how to get to Ferrari. That's just not the way we promote a brand, but we do have people um, who know exactly what they're talking about, who can help you get to that next level. So join us at breatheuniversity.com. Use the promo code BUSPECIAL, get 50% off your first month, and come rock out with the BU squad. All right, with that being said, let's get into Ask ET. The first question comes from Emily in New Brunswick. She said, ET, what is the hardest professional thing you've ever had to turn down in order to prioritize
0: your family? Um, it probably would have to be the, um, the opportunity we had some years ago uh, with the, um, you know, with a particular uh, company. They were offering us a couple um, couple million uh, and then some other, you know, uh, benefits. And I think that was the biggest one because for all of us, or at least the fellas specifically at that time, you know, weren't making a type of money, you know. So that, w- that was that was probably the toughest one for me. And then also it would have required us to, you know, me to be away from home a lot more than I probably would have wanted to be, you know, because my wife was fully you know, in terms of her health. At that time, we weren't aware, you know, of her health issues and she was working 40 hours. Plus the kids were in school, et cetera. So I think that was probably see the biggest, um, that was probably the biggest challenge because it was financially beneficial. It would have put us in a way better place, but it would have taken me out of the house a lot more than I would have wanted to be out of the house.
1: Yep, Felipe in LA said, when was the last time you were nervous or anxious before speaking? Uh, And what did you do to
0: overcome it? Uh, St. Louis, Vershawn High School. Um, I knew that Hmm, the nothing funny video. Yeah, I knew that a lot of these kids, if they don't hear the right message, will continue to go down the path that they're going down, which would lead some to to murder, death. You know, some um, would would end up in prison. You know, others maybe you know, teenage moms or dads, you know, um, you know, just, you know, drugs. So that was probably the most challenging. Some people would think it's like the NFL, NBA, corporate. But let me just be real with you guys. When you're talking to a kid who's making $5.9 million, a kid who's making $20 million, like, I mean, whatever I say, your life's not about to change. Now, you may win or lose a game, but economically, you straight. You know. So I think it's when I go into these youth detention centers, these prisons where I speak to youth. Uh, specifically who still had their whole life ahead of them. I get nervous because I have to be on point see I have to be so Dynamic, you know, I have to be so charismatic. I have to speak with so much clarity And so much authority and power to get them to change their thinking so that's that's generally when I uh, when when I'm you know most nervous
1: Mason in the UK wants to know what do you do for professional development? How did you invest in yourself before
0: you blew up and how do you invest in yourself now? C uh, said in my friendships, you know, I don't, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I haven't read a book in years, like a whole book. I might read a paragraph here or there or something like that, but uh, learning from C. It was funny, my wife said to me today, She's like, I admire you so much for your ability to have a friendship that goes bad or you know, you know, people who you were close to do you wrong and the way you don't speak negative about them or you, know, you just get over it, like it's not that deep. And so I was laughing and she was like, yeah, you got that from CJ, didn't you? And I was like, yep, I sure did. You know, she was like, man, that's been so hard for me to do when somebody does me wrong you know, not to act like they didn't do me wrong. So a lot of my professional development comes from the people that I hang out with. I'm I'm hanging from people who are reading and studying, people who have values, people, you know, who are committed to their own personal growth. So it kind of helps me to learn, you know, uh, from them. So I'll be honest. I think that's the, um, my my professional development really comes from the people that I surround myself with. Yep, awesome, thanks for that,
1: man. And. We're running short on time. Let's uh, let's get ready to jump into E.T.'s nugget of the day. First, a uh, couple of housekeeping notes. August 6th in the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. We are down here, man, in the A, which is always one of our most phenomenal events. Everybody comes out, man. The city's always excited. He got his start in Atlanta, man. This is where he did one of his first big works. And so we're in Atlanta, August 6th. It's going to be a phenomenal event, as you know, and you've been seeing us post about. We're also doing a charity 5K run that morning, run, walk, I should say, that morning with Patchwork Studios. So listen, man, join us for the 5K too. I don't care if you come and walk, whatever, tickets are like 20 bucks. You get a discount if you're coming to both, um, but come to the 5K that morning and then we're going to have a great time at the conference that night. So make sure you go to etinspires.com backslash shop and um, yeah, join us in the 5K and then that night. We're going to be putting in that work at the conference. So make sure you do that. Also, September 24th, we are coming to the U.K. So please, please, please come out and see us. You guys have been hitting us up. Listen, man, my goal is for when we go over there and leave that nobody says a week later, yo, ET, when you coming right, to the U.K.? Right, So if you know somebody in the U.K., let them know we will be there September 24th. Um, tickets are on sale at ericthomaslondon.uk. We will be there September 24th. It's going to be crazy. Um, We we, we always get a lot of love over there, man, and super excited to be going back there. Australia, we ain't forgot about y'all. We're coming in November. Stay tuned for those details. But I think it's the 13th to the 20th. We're going back to New Zealand. For those of you who saw the UOU video, that video came from New Zealand, The, the all blacks. You know, that entire thing came from New Zealand, man, so we're excited about being there as well. Um, Carl, anything else I'm forgetting about? Yeah,
0: Africa, we coming. Like, for real. We working hard, Africa. We working hard. South
1: Africa. Absolutely, South Africa. We've been been trying to get over there for so long, but we believe it's going to happen in in God's time. Carl, did I leave anything out? Nope, you got it. You good. All right, E.T., get us out of here with the nugget of the day. So
0: I want to do something different, guys. I read something I want to share with you. Uh, It says, Gilbert's notion of creativity changed my mindset. If the ideas keep reoccurring, it's not because you are a creative genius, it's because you are a chosen messenger. Make sure you guys listen to that, it's the operative word, a chosen messenger. Instead of struggling with procrastination, embrace your role as the chosen one. We all know someone who's going to write the next Potter series, right? Listen again, we all know someone is definitely, guys, gonna write the next Harry Potter series. What if that chosen one is you? Someone is going to invent for sure, guys, the next Facebook. What if you are the chosen one? Someone is going to create a painting that looks just like the one you can't stop thinking about. What if you are that chosen one? There is greatness inside of you. Listen, as you're listening to me right now, I'm talking to you. Yep, I'm talking to you. There is greatness inside of you. That's why your ideas pick you. The only question is, are you willing to see yourself as the chosen one? Hmm.
1: Thanks for that nugget, ET. That's a strong, powerful nugget. We appreciate you guys. Listen, guys, go leave us that review on iTunes, man. Help us climb those charts. Thank you to everyone who came for the boot camp, man. Love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. Y'all be blessed. We'll see you next week.
0: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all your heart. You focus on this.